Gary Fleming have something to do with that? Uh, yes, he always did, didn't he? <laughs> he and uh, Jack Doyle came round to our house and uh, signed me up. Were you, were you at home at the time? Yes, they, they, uh, my two brother, uh, my two brothers, yep. Harold and Alec, uh, played with Hawthorne, mm -hmm. and Harold's son, under the father-son rule, uh, played with, with Hawthorne also. Right. But the, the zones were changed when it was my time to try and play league football, so I, I was in the Richmond zone, so they came round. Do we? Do you remember them? Do you clearly rem remember Dyer turning up at your door? I certainly do. <laughs> Where, what were you doing at the time? Do you remember? Or did your mum answer the door, or what happened? Uh, I can't remember answering the door, but uh, I certainly remember shaking him by the hand, and his hand went up to about my elbow, I think. <laughs> was that the first time you had met him? Yes. Wow. Uh, and you knew who he was, I assume? Oh gosh, yes. Is that just by watching, you know, going to the matches? No, I, I used to go. And watch my brothers play, and I'd seen them. They played against Jack. Right. Well, there you go. Now, did you what? Did you sign a form four there and then, Ken? Was it or? Oh yes, yeah. And what was Murray Fleming like in your time at Richmond? What did he influence you at all? Well, I used to call him the Prince of Secretaries. <laughs> He's, you know, extremely keen about Richmond, of course. Yeah. And uh, I think he was the one that was responsible for getting Jack's uh, nickname, Captain Blood. I think he started that off. Yeah. Did you embarrack for Richmond yourself, Ken? Uh, not, not at that time. No, obviously when you played, you did. Yeah. So who was your team beforehand? Well, when I was a little kid, I used to barrack for Geelong. Oh. And then when my brothers played for Hawthorne, I used to go there and watch Hawthorne become a Hawthorne barracker for me. Did you, did, did you have someone's number on your back? Did you have an idol? A hero? No, not really. Uh, or someone you admired as a player growing up? Well, Dickie Reynolds and uh, was one of the stars of the year. Mm. Terrific player, yeah. You, you, you were quite a good player for Melbourne High School, weren't you? Well, I captained the uh, Melbourne High School uh, football team and cricket team, and I won an award for football. Right. Yeah, and I and I played with uh, the old boys at the same time as I was still at school. Goodness. And the and the amateurs and. Uh, I won the association best and fairest a couple of times there. Well, I was surprised to learn that, I mean, you were quite young when you played with Richmond, weren't you? Uh, well, I, I just, 18, I, I think. Yeah, you would have been 18 or 19 years old. Yeah. So, was it was it uh, a scary proposition, turning up at Tigerland and seeing well, all these big names, or? Oh, certainly. Um, you know, you, to get into the same. I used to, I used to go, uh, they told me to go down and train with Richmond first. For the year before I went down there, I used to go and train with them. And uh, but you know, just to mix with mm. fellas of their calibre was you know great thrill, of course. Dyer and they had you know uh, well, Morris, Morris and yeah. uh, Roy Wright. Uh, goal to goal line. And when I started was uh, Durham as a fullback, and he was a Fabulous fullback, Mopsy Fraser, everybody knows about. <laughs> Ray Stokes in the centre, and Joe Poulter, and uh, Jackie O'Rourke was playing full forward when I first went there, and then and Dyer then took on that job at full forward. Yeah, did, did Dyer move there just later in his career? Was that the reason yes. for that? Yeah. He, I mean, he, he'd lost a lot of his speed and stuff. Is that right? 
Yes, but he made up for it. <laughs> you know, he's got the reputation, Captain Blood and all that, but as a footballer, he, he was a very clever footballer. Right. You know, he'd hold blokes off with one hand and, and grab the ball with the other when it came down. And he didn't didn't go very far out of uh, the 10-yard square sort of thing. He had made short little leads, but, he, you know, he's quick for a bloke his size and age. Yeah, yeah. And those uh, drop punts. <laughs> Um, but he used to kick them off the toe of the off, off the uh, top of the ball, not the, you know the not the flat side of it. Not the flat side. He kicked them right off the what's the word? Uh, sort of like off the point. Point. Yeah. The ball. He used to kick it off the point, and, and he was very accurate with it. Yeah. Did, did did he take his time to maybe show you as a youngster any any tips or suggestions, or was he not a hands-on sort of person for you? Yep. Uh, but he didn't play 
in football for a long time because he had rheumatic fever. Mm. Mm. And uh, he virtually went almost straight into league football without playing much as a younger kid. Did you did you find it hard to, to stay in the Richmond side at that time with so many great players? Oh, yes, yeah. I mean, who, who was sort of like your main rival that you would fight well, in a position for? We, we had uh, Billy Wilson was the oh. top rover and uh, yeah. Ronnie Evans and... Uh, Myself and uh, Ray Hall came over from Collingwood. Then we used to sometimes run three rovers, oh, okay. and changing on the half forward line, the forward pocket. Yeah. But uh, oh no, it was a, it was a very good side in those years to you know, and to get into. Oh, absolutely. Was there a particular ground that you found it tough to play on, Ken? Um, or a particular crowd? You know, opposition crowds that were more. Vocal than others? Uh, oh, Collingwood probably. The <laughs> <laughs> Collingwood out, it would never go to everybody. <laughs> yeah, especially Victoria Park. Yes, yes. Wasn't wasn't the nicest place to go. Oh yeah, it was just another game, but it, you, you know, everybody liked to beat Collingwood. Yeah, yeah. Especially Jack. Um, yeah. What what? How would you describe Jack's style of speaking to the players? Well, he, his pre-match address was the same every week. <laughs> we'll, uh, you know, knock him down philosophy, of course, in the first quarter, and then we'll play football and win the game in the next three quarters. But he was notorious for that. And he, 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 sometimes what he was saying sort of didn't make sense, really, did it? Oh, it's, he made, he knew what he was talking about, but he, he, used, he used phrases which he became famous for, you know, um, you know, pair off and threes and all this sort of business of training. So those stories are actually true? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, well, he said some funny things. If he got into, he often got into uh, trouble with umpires because he, you know, he'd, he'd give a short uh, elbow into somebody's solar plexus or a punch or something, you know. Yeah. And fellas would go down and he, he, he'd bend down and as the umpires would come up, don't worry about it, I've got it under control, I've got it under control. <laughs> so he wouldn't get reported, you know. Oh, I, I think Billy Williams used to tell me that, um, uh, or, or one of them, Bob Wiggins, told me that Bill Morris used to sometimes pick up the opponents that Dyer had knocked down. He was such a gentleman that Morris would actually collect, you know, pick them up from the ground if they were down. <laughs> Would that surprise you at all? I mean, Morris was such a gentleman, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, and, uh, Billy Morris never did anything wrong on a football game. Yeah. He just played football brilliantly. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, absolutely true. You played in, in quite a famous match. It was Jack Dye's last game. Do you remember that? Yes. Do you have any particular memories of the day or, or what well, happened he, afterwards? He, uh, he kicked eight goals. Yeah. In that last game. Yeah. It's fabulous. Where did you play in that day? Do you remember? I was I was in the forward pocket and raving, yeah. Was there any was there any celebrations afterwards that you can recall yourself? Like was it a special occasion? Was the players oh, aware? Well, the whole day was right. You know, the fact that everybody knew he was going to retire. Okay, so he'd announced that. Players wanted to win the game, of course. Yeah. He he had announced it too that he was going to retire. Oh yes, yes, we all knew he was going to retire. Yeah. Did, were you one of the people who carried him off the ground? God, no. <laughs> I, would, I would have 
I'll be a Panem coach just in the reserve. Did he ever cut? Okay, you were always coached under Dyer in the seniors, were you? I think so. Yeah. Might have been a time when Alvy Pennon was coach. Yeah. Well, there was a very famous reserves final match where you won by a very close margin against Fitzroy, didn't you? That was the first, my first year. Oh, was it really? Yeah. I played I played for the seconds my first year, most of the year, I, until the, towards the end of the year, and then I got put up 19th man a couple of times, and I played the last two games. Yep. With the first. And I was still eligible to play in the seconds. And we we, we, we had, uh, we played Fitzroy, that's right, and won the premiership. Mm. And there was uh, players reported everywhere that day. Was there really? Yeah. But they, the uh, secretary of Fitzroy came in after a couple of, I was one of them, we got it reported, and so did Joe Potter, and we got two weeks each. And uh, so... The secretary of the Fitzroy yep. club came in and to the tribunal and said, I want to uh, p- uh, make a statement. And they said, all right, what do you want to make a statement about? And he said, I believe that the, p- the players were all intimidated by umpire Ian Spokes, I was, uh, before the game, and uh, none of these reports should stand because of the intimidation of the umpire. And to my amazement, everybody else's amazement, he let all the rest of them off. But the, Joe Polder and myself, we uh, had to serve our sentence the next year. Oh. It was strange, I tell you. <laughs> what were you reported for, Ken? Attempted elbowing. Oh, do you remember who you tried to elbow? Uh, Freddie Hill. Oh, did you get him? No. Oh. Yeah, I didn't get anywhere near him. I, he just threw his head back and dropped to the ground, you know. Oh. I was taking a mark on the chest and came oh. around, and here he was coming down. And he threw his head back and pretended he told the tribunal all this. Yeah. But they didn't believe him. Well, you played, you continued to play, and you played up until 1951. And, I mean, in your last year, you played around about seven games or so. And in 1949, you played most of the season. So, yeah. ha- so what happened to cause you not to play for Richmond in 1952? What, what, what sort of, what made I, you go to Melbourne? I'd been, well, I'd been out the previous two years with ankle injuries yeah. most of the season. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I was approached to uh, by Melbourne. They they uh, they wanted a rover, and Richmond wanted a centre half forward. There was a fellow at University Blacks who was in the uh, Melbourne zone, and so they organised a swap between wow. clubs. Do you remember what his name was at all? No, I can't. He may he may not have gone on to play. I, did, I would have remembered it five years ago, but now I don't. I'm getting too old. Oh no, your memory's going well. Your memory's fine. <laughs> um, so you went to Melbourne. Yeah, I played Melbourne in that first year. Did you Did you play against Did you play a few games against Richmond? Oh yes. What was that a bit tough for you or not? Oh, I don't know. A bit tough. It was it was interesting because <laughs> Max Oppie was on there in the oh. in the back pocket and he. I played cricket with Max and golf with him and all that. And he said, he said, he said I wish you luck, but I, uh, don't play well on me. <laughs> I, kicked, I think I kicked four goals that day. Wow. I was happy that I played reasonably well. Can you believe, Ken, that it was 62 years ago you played? I can. I've the age I feel now, I can't believe that. <laughs> can you? I'm still trying to play golf and all that, but... Uh, it's, uh, I'm getting around all right, so I'm Good. I'm happy that I'm able to do it. My wife's still playing golf, so... Oh, fantastic. And, and yes. do, you, do you stay in touch with many of the former players or, or not? 
Well, Abel Ray rang me a couple of months ago. He comes down here to Rosebud and we have a game every every year. And uh, I think Max Oppie lives in Rosebud area, doesn't he? Yeah, Max. I played with Max down here. Yep. And uh, he was a good golfer, Max too. Yeah. Yeah. So Abel and, and Max, you sort of see a little bit. Sorry. Sorry. You sort of meet. You sometimes see Abel Rowe and Max Oppie. Yeah. Well, I played a lot of golf down here yep. and at Kew with. Uh, with Havel. Right, I see. And uh, and quite a few games with Max down here when he was uh, he's a member of Sorrento and yeah. Christmas time I've played a few games with him. I used to play a lot with Lindsay Thompson. He, he oh, of course, who sadly passed away, yeah. He was a terrific fella. He was a, a patron of Richmond. That's right. I mean, yeah, so he, he certainly gave a lot of time to the club or to, to the functions and stuff. Sorry? He would have given a lot of his time to Richmond. Oh, Lindsay was, yeah, he was a very keen Richmond supporter. Yeah. yeah and his boy, his son, Murray, played with Richmond for a, a couple of years. That's right, yeah. Mm. And did, did you go or did you turn up to many reunions, Ken? Uh, do they have many? No, I don't now. Um, I'm living the country. It's <laughs> down here. <laughs> I go up to town when, for, for funerals and weddings and to see the grandkids. That, oh, well that's, oh, the grandkids are good to see. They are, so... Yes. Well, what, just, just lastly, when you were at Richmond, mm. were there a lot of the old players around the club? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like, was, was Purse Bentley around there or, or Alan Giddies or...? No, uh, I mean, was Martin... Harley Priestley was there. Yeah, Martin Bolger? No, I didn't see them, no. No, it was mainly just the existing players. Oh, right, OK, yep. Well, that's great. They were, they were a good bunch of fellas, you know. Oh, of course. And, uh, and I went over to Melbourne then, and they were, they were a terrific bunch. We, we met up uh, on golf days. We used to, they used to have a uh, charity day where the pros played and, and the league, uh, old league players. Mm. I set up teams and we played at uh, Peninsula. Yes. And, uh, and I played with Max, mm -hmm. Desro, mm -hmm. uh, oh, uh, Havelrow and myself. Mm. We played, we won the, the, the trophy that one year, mm. a couple of years. Yeah. And uh, well, that was good fun. And meeting up with blokes you've played against over the years. Well, nowadays, if you watch the football, Ken, you see that after the games, the Richmond players sing the theme song in, yeah. in the circle. What did you do after the games? Back in your days? No, well... You didn't have a theme song, did you? No, they just used to go and have a few beers. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> With the opposition? Uh, or just... Where would you go to have a few beers? Sometimes, sometimes the opposite. Uh, but I, I wasn't a drinker myself then. Oh, okay. And uh, I didn't go or stay long for the festivities after each game, but there, there was a bit of that went on. There's some good memories there, Ken. Oh, well, as it's, it's a kid, you, you, you hope the day comes that you might play league football. But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I won a, a fourth best and fairest one year, and I got a and the big trophy. It was a, uh, a uh, toaster. <laughs> Uh, Murphy Richards pop-up toaster, which was the early ones of the pop-up toasters. And how long did that last, you, Ken? Well, as a matter of fact, I gave it 
to a friend of mine who repaired it, and I think it's still, oh, it's not still going, but they had it for a long while. Wow. But uh, I was a, a prize, uh, yeah. going all that long. Yeah, do, you, what, do, you, do you know what the person who came first and the best of first would get? Oh, I think very ha- much in those days. Havel Roy remembered he got a uh, armchair. Oh, right. He was able to pick an armchair, for, I think, from Ben Alexander's or something like yeah, that. Well, Ben Alexander was one of the sponsors of the club, you know. Yeah, yeah that's right. terrific to Richmond. But getting a toast is not too bad, Ken. <laughs> That's a fair I, effort. I got a blazer at, at, at uh, Melbourne as a trophy. Oh, that's not bad. Because I didn't have one, and they asked me, what would you like? But I was I got third best and fairest at, uh, that first year at Melbourne. Right. And uh, Jimmy Carble asked me, what would you like for a trophy? I said, well, I haven't got a blazer. <laughs> so they, I got me a Melbourne blazer. Do you remember what year you finished fourth at, at Richmond? I think it was probably... Around 48, 49. Yeah, yeah, when you played a lot of the games, yeah. Yeah, well, early on I was sitting on the bench. Oh, right. <laughs> That's not always fun, because you could only come on if anyone came off, couldn't you? Well, uh, yeah, and also you, uh, you only got 30 shillings if you sat on the bench, and oh. if you played, you got three pounds. 30 shillings wasn't much then, was it, Ken? No. <laughs> couldn't get you much? No. Hey, did, did the coach sit on the bench as well? Oh, well, well Dyer was playing, Dyer actually. Dyer was playing. Yeah, so that's right. Did Dyer ever take himself off? No, not to my knowledge. No, you need him on the field. He was he was crooked on you if you, if you played and went off. Oh, was he really? <laughs> really? I got knocked out in one game and, and uh, in the last quarter and uh, oh, I was staggered. I had concussion. I was down in the forward pocket and Jimmy Booth came out. He said, how are you? I said, well, I'm, I'm all right. I can stand up at the... The grandstands are going up and down. <laughs> so he said, I think you better come on. He took me off and I was lying on the table in the first aid room after the game and Jack came in and his first words, it's a pity you had to come off because we would have won. We only got beaten by three points. Oh, goodness. <laughs> he was didn't ask me how I was. No. I just I lost the game by coming off. Was that a punt road? Yeah. Oh, Ken, I really appreciate some of your time in talking about Richmond. I appreciate that, Ken.